Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Dork Trek, the twice-a-week Star Trek The Next Generation podcast. We watch and review each episode of TNG, and this is the Season 2 recap. We I, made it. <laughs> I know, we made it. I'm Lieutenant Commander Bob France. I'm Lieutenant Commander Dennis Black and Asian. I'm Lieutenant Commander Ben McCormick. I'm Lieutenant Commander Jenny Zell. And I believe this episode is actually coming out on uh, Lieutenant Commander Ben's birthday. Yep. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. birthday, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> 27. But you're dealing with it better than Manny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not here because yeah. <laughs> we're recording on his 30th birthday. Right now he's on the uh, HRBT, yes. <laughs> <laughs> contemplating whether to jump or not. <laughs> no. He's very sad. Yeah. Very sad. So yes, this is the season two recap. It seems like just yesterday we started season two and now it's all over. Yeah. Well, it was a short season. It was a short season. Too short. Too season. short a season. Because, because <laughs> the writer strike, it was a short season, and uh, you know, season two gets a lot of gets a lot of guff. It does. Because there's a lot of stuff in season two that people really don't like. Yeah. Being Shades of Grey, which we just reviewed, being Pulaski, um, people just don't dig season two. But I mean, overall, I don't think it's that bad. There's a lot of highs and lows. There's really highs hits and really hits lows. Very high highs, very low lows. Yeah. Well, something I, you know, it's very inconsistency. Watching it for this, uh, for the podcast and everything this year, you know, this last month or two. It's not as bad as I remember. Right. Right. If if that makes any sense. No, like totally I remember no, at the time does. I hated second season and it's I've purposely avoided second season episodes. Yeah. But the, you know when I'd catch it in reruns. But um You know why? You realize there's not as much Wesley Crusher in this season. That <laughs> Yeah, there's like not. season there's 1 they just beat you to death with Wesley Crusher. Oh yeah. And, and but season, season 2 he's kind of sprinkled in every now and then but and like there are some cool introductions in this because you have the introduction of Ten Forward, yes, which right. is sweet, mm-hmm. which turns out to be you know a major factor in the oh, yeah. later episodes because it's nice to see the guys and gals of the the Enterprise unwind and right. hang out and do this and have like I guess not such a formal relationship and then right. you have Guinan which is also pretty awesome yeah and you also have the I guess the formal introduction of O'Brien who turns mm-hmm. out later on to be one of the most beloved Star Trek characters. Uh, you know, of all time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in this, I mean, the the seeds were kind of sprinkled in first season. Second season is where the whole happy Klingon fun hour oh, really starts taking. It. Well, no, I'm not, I mean, <laughs> whether you like it or not, I mean, I don't. Other people do, but this was the season that that really started to take root, and we start really getting into the Klingon culture. Yeah, they they start fleshing it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing about the like comparing the first season and second season is the first season is really heavy on Picard and Wesley, I think, Ugh. as characters. You know, all the development is basically on them. Right. The second season really takes the other characters, especially Worf. And Data. And, and Data, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of builds their personalities to a great extent. So I think that's another reason why uh, I like it. No, it makes sense because, you yeah. know, Data is one of my favorite characters and Worf is far and away. I am a big subscriber to the Fun Time Klingon Happy Smile Factory. <laughs> yeah. I love it. The Klingon episodes are always going to be some of my favorite TNG episodes. Yeah. Because the Klingons are just, they're interesting. And yeah. it's a throwback to the original series. Because I didn't watch a lot of the original series as a kid, but I saw all the movies. Right. And I remember the Klingons being in all the movies. And no, just, I mean, they're they a were, great enemy. Yeah, they were a great enemy. And then I, I made this point a lot during... 
season one where you've got a Klingon guy just standing there on the bridge and nobody just says shoot anything. Shoot him, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's got something's wrong. Yeah. And now they're starting to delve more into that character, and I really dig it. And what's really interesting about it too is like in history or whatever you read about these warlike societies like the Huns or the Mongols or something like that that just go and you know wreak havoc and they just kind of disappear and you don't really see how the society transitions from being a warlike culture to something else and I think that's where we catch the Klingons in this time period yeah. is how do we integrate ourselves into the Federation yeah. and still maintain who we are as Klingons you know really our society the Klingon Empire. Yeah. yeah but it's Really cool to watch. Well, Stranger Days are coming in the upcoming seasons. Yeah. So and it's awesome. Like I would love to see if they were to do another T another Star Trek series. I would like to see you know eighty years in the future to see how things have kind of progressed from there. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, I don't think we'll ever see no. anything yeah. from this timeline again. <laughs> no. It'll be like from the thirty first century, like the you know the USS Relativity, because that's the only other timeline in the future I think that they've really kind of established oh, to no, this but point. The, the Abrams movie. Destroyed the timeline, so we'll, well, it's we'll, a different timeline. Right, it didn't destroy the timeline. It's a different timeline. We're not going to see anything from these, you know. The, yeah, no, it's the probably it's not that, likely. It's no. toast. Yeah, which, which is, is sad. Which is sad because I think Netflix has really kind of put this kind of period of Star Trek back on a map. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody always talks and they pine for the original series and the original movies and yada yada yada. But I mean, there was just such a buzz. When TNG hit Netflix, right. I people think what went helped crazy is that Enterprise got canceled in what 2005, mm-hmm. and so we had that five years of nothing, which was there was Obama. no new Trek, and then 2009 we had what was 2009 for the yeah, Star the Trek movie, March yeah. 2009 mm-hmm. was the Star Trek movie, and that kind of you know we had we weren't inundated because when Enterprise ended, that meant from 1987 until 2005. There was a Star Trek or two shows on television. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So we were just overwhelmed with it, and you, you just got Star Trek fatigue. And the 24th century in particular, I mean, you think about it, there were three shows, three yeah. different shows on three different you know areas of the map. Yeah. <laughs> and so you kind of 24th centuryed out by the end of it. Right. But I would yeah. like to see more. I, I mean, maybe just because... I would too. I mean, because the book hasn't been closed. <laughs> the only character the book is closed on is Data, and it's not really closed on him because now there's a new Data-like, you know, yeah, you know B4, B4 yeah. is out B4. there. Yeah. <laughs> they have calling him B9. Because he's good? <laughs> no, because he's benign. I mean, you know, he's a yeah, benign character. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just in my, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In my, in my mind, uh, for some reason, it always translates to benign. Yeah. Maybe he'll give him a real name one day. George. Of course, Data was just Data. It's not yeah, like he had a real name. In the prequels to the, the 2009 Abrams movie, the comics, uh, there was a series of uh, prequel comics that were a tie-in to that. Oh, yeah. And Data is now commanding officer of the Enterprise in the future. Where his matrix had fully formed in before. Huh. Weird. And he became CO. That's that crazy. Has nothing to do with what we're talking yeah, about. Speaking of comics, though, and this really doesn't have anything to do with the second season either, but uh, listening to the Ready Room, they're, you know, they're reading through the comics. The TNG ones? No, no, no. The uh, Abrams verse. I guess what they're oh, doing with yeah, it yeah. is now that they've had the movie, mm-hmm. there's a series of comics that are coming out that are um, basically taking them through the original series episodes. Like, you know, where uh, No Man Has Gone Before with the new crew, the new universe, the new yeah. timeline, and just how those See, characters they're, they're interact and everything. they're playing fast and loose with continuity 
with but I think it's still kind of cool. It's a reimagining of oh, what this crew too, is uh, going through. You're going to have somebody, some moron who thinks this is all continuity, and then the second movie comes out. Well, it's not on screen, so. Right. Yeah, Star Trek but has that's always been th- on screen. But I think it's it's intended to be tied in, though. You know, like it's they from what I from what they say on the ready room is what happens in these comics are leading up to the second movie. Right, and and that's. Because Abrams, are, they're talking about doing a game that's going to be officially continuity. Yeah. And and I think that's insane. Well, I mean, at but this point now, I mean, they hold the keys to the Star Trek universe. And, and, and th- it's not even so much Abrams. It's the other guy. Yeah. That Bob uh, Orchie. Yeah. Because yeah. Abrams is off, you know, doing everything and anything Alias but seven. Star Trek. You yeah. know what I mean, at yeah. this point. He's not really a Star Trek guy, you know. He's yeah, Star Wars. He makes, he makes movies. The universe for me is wow. that he was a Star Wars It's a Wars different guy. universe. He brought <laughs> a new he, universe. He brought Star Wars to uh, Star Trek. But is that really so bad? Yeah, it is. Well, we've had the conversation. Yeah. I mean, talking about continuity and everything like that, mm-hmm. Star Wars, I think, has really done a good job of pushing their continuity into other forms of media, even video games as well. And see, I disagree with that. Because I've heard nerd... And because I'm not a, a big Star Wars... I, I appreciate Star Wars, but I'm not a big fan... Um, like some of these guys I've seen at conventions where I've seen two people arguing about a plot point yeah. that was like one set of books went one way with it and another set of books went another way. Well, I think there and are it, sanctioned it books all, and there are unsanctioned books. Well, no, these were licensed. I mean, there's discongruity between licensed products. Yeah. And these guys are just ready to throw fists at each other. Well, about that's, that's it. And I'm like, this is what <laughs> we avoid in, in Star Trek if we stay with on screen only. See, but I think that Star Wars has always done a good job with it because at the at the end of the day and at the bottom line it's all about making money. Yeah. Exactly. And if you can make, Yeah, Star Wars figured that out. Yeah, and if you can make a video game and a book and a cartoon they're all gonna tie into each other, that you're gonna get three pieces of a story, you're yeah. gonna do it like Shadows of the Empire. Remember that when it came out on N sixty four? Yeah. That was a story about a guy who was kinda like Han Solo, who had a ship that was kinda like the Millennium Falcon. Oh, I played the hell out yeah. of that game. And it was tied to that and a book yeah. and I and I wanna say a comic or something like I that. I don't remember the comic, but it I remember was three yeah. thi- I remember it was like maybe two or three things that were tied together and everybody that I knew that was super into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Was into all three of them, yeah. and they made a lot of money that way. Yeah. And I think because uh, if you look at it, Star Trek, the original series, comes from a different time of sci-fi. Right. Like it it, stuff had to mean they had to mean something. It had to be meaningful. You weren't just out there fighting aliens. It comes from the Twilight you know. Zone, kind of. I guess exactly mm-hmm. sci-fi, which is, it had a deeper meaning. Which I th- like. It's not just uh, blue team versus red team, and the red teams are all bad guys, and you know there was complexities to all the characters and the different races and, and well, stuff I mean, like I, that. Well, I always had it explained and, and kind of agreed that the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek is Star Trek was science fiction. And Star Wars was science fantasy. Yeah, that's a great yeah. way to look at it. And even if you look and at they, some, they're both valid. I mean, yeah. you know, they're good things to have. And even if you look at some of the people that wrote original series episodes, I mean, you're talking heavyweights of science fiction. Yeah, Harlan Ellison wrote one of the best episodes of Star yeah. Trek ever, City on the Edge of Forever. I but, mean, but you look at uh, part of the success of Star Wars, or a great part of the success of Star Wars, I think, is particularly in our generation, is merchandising. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and Star—that's yeah, yeah. what I mean. Like Star Trek came from a different era because Star Wars, once it came out, then they were like, "Well, we can make toys and we can sell these toys so to I, all I, these I, kids, I, action that's figures." Not they, that's and just then, Lucas. And then you yeah. think about like the <laughs> yeah. '80s, but like you think about the '80s, the cartoons that we watched. 
were made so they could sell toys. Transformers yeah, yeah. and G.I. Joe. It wasn't like they were existing That wasn't a show. That was ideas. a minute commercial. Exactly. Yeah, after school. Yeah. yeah. And so Star Wars kind of belongs to that vein, I too. I think Star Wars created that vein. Oh, they totally yeah, did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that was because I, re- I still remember for did Christmas they the game? year, there were 12 action figures. That's where it started with. It was like an original 12 action figures for mm-hmm. Star Wars, and I had them. Yeah. And, you know, I could probably retire with the money I'd get from those in mint condition, but I yeah. opened them and played with them. Of course. Well, it's because you were a kid. That's what kids yeah, exactly. That's what kids are I love the, uh, I had the C-3PO that would blow up. Yeah, the whole thing was awesome. The came with the bag. Yeah. yeah. That was but, awesome. But I mean, that was, and and I think Star Trek comes from a more, I guess, kind of reality-based like you said, it's it's fiction. It's yeah, they're trying science. to project where where is humanity going to be in two hundred years, three hundred years, four three hundred yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. whereas Star Wars is a long time ago in a galaxy far. This is something that we can't even put ourselves into because it's just so we're different. Rip off old samurai films and make a shit ton of money doing it. You know? <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to see the Good for Enterprise <laughs> run up, you know, run up on. The Millennium Falcon. There'd be some temporal disturbance. Or so. I always thought that would be so cool to have Harrison Ford, you know, on the main screen of the Enterprise. Uh, there would be no chase though, because one would go into hyperspace and the other go into warp drive. No, I mean it, it wouldn't <laughs> be a battle. They don't need each be other. A chase. I mean, they'd go, you, two you go different point, directions. Well, as you go point three past light speed, you know, <laughs> so it's like you know, Jordy's. But no, if one. you ever run into the Millennium Falcon by itself, they always jump into hyperdrive. They never stick around to fight. <laughs> well, yeah. But I'm, I wasn't meaning like a you know a fight or something because obviously the well, Enterprise could take out a store destroyer. This season. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the Rocketeer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. as close as we're gonna get to Han Solo in you know the yeah. Star Trek lasers. Yeah. <laughs> my lasers. Yeah, that's as close. <laughs> as our deflector screens are taking care of it. Every oh, time. our navigational shields might not be powerful. He turns into the emperor there. Yeah. Oh, I'm afraid <laughs> the shield deflector will be quite operational when your lasers <laughs> arrive. Lasers. <laughs> <laughs> and and that was. That was a goofy episode. It was goofy. Yeah, and, and, was that, and that's Hatcher the point of, of the lows. Like, the lows of the second season is some of it's just really goofy. Because mm-hmm. you had some of the best measure of a man. It's one of the best yeah. Star Trek episodes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's by, it's in, like, I think um, for the 25th anniversary of TNG, Entertainment Weekly did a poll, like, the top ten Star Trek The Next Generation episodes. And right. I think that was in, like, the top five. And I believe it. And that's second season. Yeah. No action, all courtroom all, drama. Yeah, exactly. It's space, yeah. law, and order. It's character, character, character. Yeah. And yeah. it's good. Yeah. And then you had what? Right after that one was the one where Riker went aboard. A uh, matter of honor. A matter of honor. Another oh, really yeah. great episode. Yeah. So it was just kind of you had these weird peaks and valleys. Yeah. You know, it reminded me a lot of of if anybody watched Heroes. If I don't know if anybody. Yeah. 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 It, it was Hero season two. There was some cool moments of ser- Hero Season 2, but it was also against a writer's strike, and it came mm-hmm. off a good, strong first season. You're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Because from week to week, it was it was like a flip of a coin. Am I going to get a good episode? Am I going to get a bad mm-hmm. episode? Yeah. So I, I it, is, it is a lot like Hero Season 2. I'm sorry to interrupt no, no, you, no. But, but it just kind of, uh, like, in Heroes, it kind of whimpered out at the end. Yeah. Like, they get to a mm-hmm. point in the season, they're like, we don't know where to go now, and it just kind of fades away. This kind of does that with, you know, Shades of Grey. It just kind of whimpers out at the end. There's no finale. It's just kind of like they ended the season. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's 22. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a very much feel the feeling we had, and I think even in season one you had the same feeling. Like, okay, that's 26 episodes. We shouldn't have had this feeling. But they did because all they had to do was flip flop. Exactly. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they had a great season finale, but then 
plus one. Plus one. <laughs> nice. yeah. But wait, we're going to go to the neutral zone yeah. with some unfrozen dead people. <laughs> what? Well, what's going on? <laughs> I was just as confused as the redneck. I mean... <laughs> what channel's the Braves on? Yeah. That's what I was doing during that episode. Wolfie. I wanted to watch a Braves game for that episode. But then I think this season just kind of hits a wall. Like, it just sputters out, and then you're done. Yeah. And then season three, you kind of go from there. Cause season, but, I mean, also, you have the Borg. Exactly. That's what I was just thinking of. It's like, it's Q-Who. A, That's yeah, a great episode. It's it so yeah. weird, because you're all over the place. Because you get the Borg that turn into the... The, the classic enemy. Star Trek enemy, and it comes from season two. Right. And if you would ask, I think, you know, most people that know the Borg, hey, what season did they premiere? Uh, be third. third. Probably third. Hey, everybody yeah. thinks of, oh, Locutus a Borg, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That was but actually, finale. Yeah, exactly. But they're established and really shown yeah. in the second season yeah. in a, a great episode. Yeah. With Q and Guinan development, yeah. you realize mm-hmm. that Guinan's more than she appears to be. Yeah. And the fact that Guinan knows Q, I mean, that was. Yeah. Um, and we get this as a uh, comeback later when mm-hmm. he returns, that you know there's more interaction with him and Guinan, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. So it's two has a lot of crap, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. got a lot of gold. Yeah. It's weird, man. So I originally thought it was like a bell curve, but then actually going through this season, it's like you're saying it. it, it just this jaggy line of peaks mm-hmm. and valleys. It's kind of like uh, Riker's life sign readings in Shades of Grey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sometimes they came up, then they went back down. <laughs> Flip a coin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, elementary, my dear data. The yeah. Shake, the, the Sherlock Holmes yeah. episode. I, you know, I, I didn't, s- I wasn't on this podcast. episode. I still have big problems with that episode. How the hell does he get the piece of paper off? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, you know. Because it's tangible. Yeah, but then how come Moriarty can't just leave? Because he's a hyper-animated no, marionette. They lied to him. But no, yeah, his body, they, they had to rewrite that episode. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it before. Yeah, Roddenberry so. was not happy with that. Yeah. With, uh, okay. with, with Picard, Picard seeming like a yeah. uh, uh, cunning or tricky, like he was lying to uh, a hologram. But you I mean, can't like, lie to holograms. I mean, you can't lie to anybody. I mean, he's a master negotiator. Yeah, that's what he's gonna do. You know what I mean? In order yeah. to get what you want, sometimes you have to fib. You know what I remember the most about that episode, yeah. though? And this is a stupid thing to remember because, like I said, I wasn't on the podcast for it. But when Data gets the Moriarty draws the Enterprise or whatever, yeah, and gives him the picture. The way Data's holding it, when he shows it to Jordy and thus shows it to us, he flips it over <laughs> and it's right side up. Yeah. That means he was looking at it upside down, and Moriarty gave it to him oh, he's a robot. upside down. He can probably reprocess it. Yeah, I mean, I mean you could figure out what it was upside down or not, but... Yeah. Although the Enterprise, I imagine, would look really silly upside down. It does. <laughs> yeah, and he kept calling it a turtle. Yeah. Yeah. Moriarty kept calling it a turtle. What is this turtle wear on the back of? And yeah. I love the fact that he had the, you know, the classic... Silent movie villain, you know, <laughs> wheel thing, you know, yeah. the lever. Oh, look what yeah. I can do. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. But yeah, that was a good episode. It's though. really funny that birth of a lever, that's all it takes. Like the Klingons and the Romulans and the Cardassians have been trying for, you know, over a century to figure out a way to defeat the Federation. All it takes is a lever. And how did they put <laughs> the lever that he built? On the holodeck, <laughs> interact with. The well, because the holodeck is maybe tied into figurative. computer systems. It's a figurative lever, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, he'd have to really do some <laughs> hardcore IT work to get all those. Exactly. Things to well, the computer did it because that was the premise of the episode: is that 
So he said, so, so Moriarty Jordy said, asked, computer, build me a lever that, that will affect the pretty much turtle. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, that was, the, that was the whole thing is that, that Jordy had asked the computer to make an enemy. That's smart enough for data. Yeah, it can right. data. And so the computer, just since the holodeck is tied right into all the computer systems, the computer did what it was told. Now, I'm sure Jordy lost some privileges after that. It's like, <laughs> you know, anytime you ask for something... If it's going to affect anything outside of the holodeck, it has to get, you know, like the XO or the captain to sign off on it. All holodeck scenarios have to be pre-approved. Yeah. <laughs> all, There's like a bureaucracy all, now all, for all, holodeck all simulations. All holodeck scenarios must be softcore pornography. <laughs> they're they're, qua- they're quasi-military, and you know in the military when one person screws up, yeah. It screws it up for everybody. And yeah. Then there's like that on the Enterprise in. when that they were making those videos before. Um you know, of like uh, they're safety videos, I think, yeah. but they were doing them in a humorous way, like walking in on guys in the shower and stuff like that. But now that it's out or there and somebody the got busted, yeah, what well. happens? It's like a, the place that I'm working at now. They have like a like a code of standards what employees should look like. Right. And one of the things on there is like no grills. Like if you're a servant, <laughs> you, you can't wear a grill. Yeah. Because I, somebody did. Because somebody did. And I said that's the only reason why. Nelly. Is because somebody showed up to work one day wearing a grill. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's yeah. there. Hey, that first paycheck. <laughs> I'm getting myself a grill. Word. <laughs> it's just you know season two. It's highs and lows. It's ups and downs. Yeah. A lot of good guest stars this season. Yeah. I mean, the season's fantastic, but fantastically poor all at the same time. It's weird that it starts out with Rape Baby, which is, it's not a great episode, but it's very entertaining. Yeah. And that that episode was literally lifted from the uh, Star Trek Phase 2. Right. Yes, yeah. the 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 series that didn't happen because of the writer strike. Yeah, they literally took that script and just went through and changed names. Yeah, and that's why Pulaski comes across like Very a quasi McCoy. Yeah, yeah, Deanna was uh, the Delton from the motion picture. Right, um, Ilya or something like I- that. Ilya, yeah, yeah, Ilya. Decker was uh, Riker was Decker. I mean, it was just this this whole thing. He, I mean, the name even sounds yeah. the same. Riker, Riker Decker. Decker. Yeah. Decker, <laughs> Decker, Decker, Decker. Riker? <laughs> Riker, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Riker, I barely knew her. But, uh, <laughs> that, I mean, that was... Well, the next generation, though, they, they took a lot of just the general ideas. Like, Data was going to be a... You know, it was back and forth. Is he going to be the Zahn character? Because Spock wasn't going to be in Phase 2. So they'd come up with this young Vulcan who was a pure Vulcan, hmm. had already gone through the Kolinar, had no emotions... And was trying to understand. He knew that the reason Spock was so successful in Starfleet is because he was half human and could, you know, process human emotions they better. They love halves right. on Star Trek. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, half baby. I love halves. Half Klingon. <laughs> then, well, Dennis, you're black and Asian. Exactly. So it works. Like, great. Yeah. So you got. We one. have one on our crew. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Every crew needs a half. Exactly. Needs a half breed. <laughs> Cue the share song. Yeah, but, uh, you know. Half Klingon, half human. Half Klingon, half human. Half what it's proving is that, human. that humans are the whores of the galaxy. Oh, yeah, totally. We'll, we'll sleep with anything. Yeah. Because yeah. everything is something in half human. Not that's just sleep with it, but we can... We're, breed with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that's all our DNA is, well, is the other mixable. Th- on Planet Drug Dealer. Um, oh, yeah, that was a terrible episode. That was season two, too, wasn't it? Was, was it? No, that's season one. Season Symbi- one. Symbi- Symbi- okay. Because that was, but talking about breeding with everybody, that when I walked in, we saw during the flashbacks on uh, Shades of Grey, Merritt Buttrick was Buttrick. Yeah, yeah. Was in that episode, and he played Kirk's son, son. in Star Trek Two and Star right. Trek Three. So my thing is, if there's an alien out there that looks like Kirk's son, 
Probably. That would imply that Kirk may have passed through this solar yeah, system totally, a couple of yeah. generations. If he had back. only not died of AIDS, he probably could have played a whole bunch of different characters. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I mean he was set. He's like, God, did it, yeah. an older Enterprise ever come by here? <laughs> well, yeah, my Are grandmother. You familiar with <laughs> <laughs> my mom was telling me about this starship captain she met when she was younger, and da 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 da. But that was right before I was born. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> then you had the what's it called episode two with the. The genetic episode with with the kids that yeah. were with the eugenics. Yep. And that was with the super virus. The super virus. The augments. Yeah. On the that took out the SS Lantry. Yeah. He had a uh, where silence has lease. That was a pretty good episode. The one, the area of blackness. Yeah. yeah that they get stuck quadrant, in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Wu Tang. Now is that the episode where was that one Ray Mysterio? Yeah. Yes. Out? See that that episode was like a shitty Twilight Zone episode for me. I wasn't into that episode. It, it's not. It's not a bad episode. I don't yeah, think. but it had the execution like, wasn't as good as the premise. Because they had another episode later on that was along the same lines, like the, the old, two Picards. Yeah, the two Picards. Yeah. I, I like Picard a plus bit better, six. Yeah. You know. See, I I'm the opposite. I like the I like the other one better. Yeah. The two Picard episode was pretty good. Yeah, no, I agree with you. As opposed to the area of blackness, which was just kind of like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what? why is Ray Mysterio Jr. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two bridges. Two, two Rikers. And then, then Worf loses it. Yeah. You know I mean? so, <laughs> highs and lows, yes. Yeah. Now, um, I'm just glancing at Memory Alpha. Star Trek V came out during this season. Mm, Star Trek V yeah. sucked. Which so was that the just worst. pulled yeah, it down that, even that further. That was the worst Star Trek movie yeah, yeah, undoubtedly. I don't think anybody's going to really... Well, somebody will argue it. <laughs> Star Trek V was terrible. It had the potential to be a great movie. Actually, I mean, if, you, if you read the script, it, it... I will say, somebody who follows us on um, on Twitter, I saw this, like, they responded some, at some point, staff meeting, and so I clicked on it to see who they were, and they're, it's called uh, the Delta Quadrant, I believe, mm-hmm. and they actually do a podcast oh, cool. about Voyager. They watch oh, cool. and review the episodes of Voyager in, in order, and uh, I listened to the first episode, like the introductory episode, and uh-huh. the guy was saying about how he actually liked Star Trek V. <laughs> oh, okay, well, so Voyager... Now I know I'm never going to watch Voyager. <laughs> Until Enterprise came out, Voyager was the least, like, least liked series right. of, of the franchise. And uh, Star Trek Well, v some people really like Voyager. Liked. Some well, yeah, people really like it, yeah. I initially didn't when it was first airing, but that was right about the time I left home and joined the military right. and, and missed a lot of it. Right. When Spike was showing the reruns, I was coming home from work, and every day, just as I sat down uh, with my uh, Black Russian, and then there's Star Trek, so I Which watched cool. it. cool. And every day, um, I watched an episode. It was in order, and I got to catch up on all the ones I missed, and it was like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I, I actually mean, just I know a lot of people hate Pula- uh, not Pulaski, but uh, Janeway. Janeway. I thought it was trying to take Star Trek back to what the original series had, because they're out there, they're on their own, yeah. they're exploring. You can't just call Starfleet for help. Yeah, but they break the Prime Directive at every turn. And so did Kirk. I'm just saying. Everybody breaks a Prime Directive when in it's Starfleet. Convenient. No, when it's convenient. Yeah, because it's just in your way. It's an yeah. impediment. <laughs> I just, I've never seen Voyager. They made rules so they could break them. I care, <laughs> basically I what they care less about Voyager. Just one of those things that, like, it's actually pretty good. I though. just watched it's the pilot actually this last week. Now, I think though, Deep Space Nine, between Voyager and Deep Space Nine, Deep Space Nine, especially the later seasons, once the Dominion War starts, is incredible. Yeah, Deep I've really Space. never seen any of that. I, I missed it the first time through because, again, military. Yeah, same reason. It's on Netflix. Yeah. But definitely, if you get a chance. It's better to watch it in order so you know what's going on. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah. And when you get up to those seasons, I mean, just suffer through the first ones if you if you don't like them. Yeah. Because it it pays off. I've watched the first couple episodes of D Space Nine, and it's very philosophy one hundred and one stuff. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really it's like they're beating you over the head with like what is it's very existential. Yeah. Because I just watched I went through and I watched all the pilots of all the series. Because I just wanted to compare and see which ones right. I thought were the, was the best pilot or whatever. Enterprise is by far the, the best, best pilot, pilot, I think. By far, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Don't stretch the paint. Yeah, it's really good, man. It's really good. The Enterprise but, uh, pilot's solid. But, like... Deep Space Nine is very philosophical. Like parts of it, it's like I'm watching Field of Dreams. Yeah. Where he's, like, where Avery... <laughs> he's trying to explain baseball. To baseball. You know I, I love mean? that. Because baseball is a perfect metaphor for life. No, but, I mean, I agree. But not <laughs> Star Trek. You yeah. Know? Nobody's explaining it to some alien <laughs> entity like baseball. It's the the chance I throw the ball and it could be hit or it might not be hit or I could catch it. And it's like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? It's, it was really So weird. from one action, there is a multitude of possibilities. Yes! Oh. <laughs> It was, it's just but why do you exist here? <laughs> Where your wife is dead. Why do you exist here? I don't know. I just have to, dude. Yeah. Baseball. <laughs> yeah. But the Voyager pilot is isn't bad. Right. It's it's okay. But again, and this is the thing that having watched it all in order as it came out, it makes sense to me because I watched it in order as it came out. Right. But and so I knew when things were going on. Right. Kind of thing. But for somebody who's just now going into it, because it's like we were talking about the Abrams movie earlier, and then Star Trek coming to Netflix, I think that that the buzz from the Star Wars, Star Trek movie, and then with it showing up on Netflix is what's generated all this buzz about oh, yeah, totally. you know that generation and stuff. But it has a lot more people now coming to it. Go, I want to see more and watching it. But they're just going to pick one and watch it and, and be confused. And yeah. my thing is, if you're going to watch them in order. Kind of look up and see that okay, there was the first three j- seasons of Next Generation, fourth season of Next Generation, overlaps with first season of Deep Space Nine. And they do that really right. well, you know, and so they they coexist. And there's some crossover episodes mm-hmm. where the Enterprise visits Deep Space Nine or whatever, or they're mentioned on the other. But then Next Generation goes off. But just as Next Generation goes off, Voyager starts. So then Deep the last episode, last seasons of Deep Space Nine and the first seasons of Voyager overlap. Yeah. And then seven years of Deep Space Nine, it ends, and then Voyager's left to you know run by itself for its seven years. Yeah. yeah. I, there are some cool episodes of of uh, TNG that interlap with Deep Space Nine. Yeah. I mean, it's always kind of cool. I mean, wh- I think I remember an episode where uh, Worf interacting with uh, Quark before they were yeah. like uh, uh, you know officially interacting once Worf moved over. And that's why Worf isn't in a lot of the, oh, that's in, uh, the movies. The Prison Planet one? Where the prison are, Jail? The one where <laughs> Worf like uh, he thinks his dad is still alive. Yeah. But a prisoner of war on some planet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he leaves because the they're actually on they then. start on D Space 9 in yeah, that episode, that's a great episode and then yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but, uh, but that's pretty good. But I know what you're talking one. about. It's it's I think it's season 6 or 7 something like that. It's yeah, it's later. The end, yeah. But, you know, and then you've got... What's it called, too, man? Um, shit, I just totally forgot what I was going to say. It's no big deal. <laughs> you know what's what's interesting, though? Like, you think about the second season, and I think this becomes prevalent when you when you watch any of the 24th century uh, uh, series, and even Enterprise is the first season, and the second season really are kind of alien of the day. Kind of... Yeah. They have that mm-hmm. kind of feel to it, where there's no real continuity between episodes. Second season of TNG kind of starts to build a little continuity in it. You know, there's some character development, um, but it's still a lot of the alien of the day, and that's why there's so many highs and lows because 
sometimes it's a good episode, and then sometimes there's a stinker that's thrown in there that has nothing yeah, to do with Mac anything. Yeah, Mac shows up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> now, but the thing with – I heard somebody complaining about this online that – Nobody complains online. You know, no. crazy there's, there's no. always, that never happens. It's, it's one of the two why. reasons why they invented the internet yeah. to complain and, <laughs> and to pornography. watch pornography. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things was that, you know, Next Generation came on. It wasn't that great the first two seasons. And then it kind of found its footing and they figured out, okay, this is the, the what's going to work to make it go. Deep Space Nine comes on. Instead of mimicking it, they wanted to go their own way, right. but they had to find their footing and all. The, and so that happens with every series. Yeah. But the thing is, is after a point, there is some over, overarching, I don't know, themes and, and processes that you do. And it's going to be a good episode of Star Trek for this generation, Deep Space Nine or Voyager. Right. So when Enterprise came along, if they had applied, maybe not the specifics, but just those overall. Right. Ways of, okay, this is what works with Star Trek. If they'd applied that to Enterprise, it would have worked. But they waited until fourth, th- last or third season later, fourth season to do it. Right. They had to try to reinvent the wheel, and then they ended up coming up to speed where they'd already been ten years ago. See, yeah. I don't, I watch a lot of the, I've watched a lot of the Enterprise episodes. And the fr- I've watched half, maybe half of the first season, and I really enjoy it. See, my thing was, I think it's, I think it's quite good. Like it's very naive feeling, which I think it should feel like, because you've right. got mm-hmm. they, they're floating around in outer space, going warp four, and they're amped as shit about it. And yeah, like the very, the very second episode of it, they're like, oh, maybe they're friendly aliens, and then they get shot. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh shit, yeah, they're not, yeah, they're not friendly <laughs> aliens. And yeah. I, it, just, it just has, it has a cool feeling to it. Cause I like how they address that when he goes back and he, he he's visiting Earth or whatever, and the second NX class ship. Mm-hmm. And he's telling them, yeah, make sure you've got guns. Yeah. <laughs> big, big guns. No, lots lots of guns. It's cool. I just, I really enjoy it. I don't know. I, I like Enterprise. It's got a cool feel to it. It looks great. I enjoyed it, but I think it really got better third and fourth season. But then you look at Next Generation. It got better third, third and fourth mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Deep Space Nine. It got better. Th- every Star Trek gets better third and fourth season. It's just Enterprise didn't get a chance to grow. Well, except the original they series. It. Oh, no. Original series, the fourth it's season. It's the exact opposite, off. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it was because like every the first two seasons were were, were great, and great, third season and the third season kind struggled. of fell off. Yeah, but that was because every episode they were cutting the budget. Yeah, it was like okay, uh, well, you made the first season for uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars an episode, so third, uh, second season, uh, let's go ahead and try it for two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for two hundred an episode, uh, maybe you buy with. Uh, That's why you always 50. spend all the money in your budget. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I work for the government, man. I know all about yeah. that. Oh yeah. We're, <laughs> That's why we don't have a deficit. Never, Sp- ever, 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 ever. By all not. kinds of uh, toner and printer paper. <laughs> new chairs. That's how I could always tell. It was like, oh, it's October. We get new chairs. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how companies like Dunder Mifflin stay in business. They just sell to the government at, in October. Yeah. <laughs> that end of September, year, October like, time. Bam. Got to yeah. clear it out. <laughs> But I am excited about third season. I think it's going to be very cool. Yeah. Because the show does kind of get going and it gets new going uniforms. well. New uniforms. We don't have to see the onesies anymore. Yeah, but I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss Pulaski. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, th- I think she there does no such a great time. job saving Riker's life that they decide they can't waste her talents on the Enterprise. How did they like? They just got rid of her. <laughs> like there was no real yeah, she explanation. Left. She just left. She, the did, show. she didn't have a going away luncheon or anything. It's just one day her desk was clean. <laughs> yeah. like, like, did she oh, leave shit. the show? Or did she her key to sickbay didn't work. They anymore. brought back. Uh, <laughs> Okay, the thing was is that there was some kind of behind-the-scenes drama Sexual going on. harassment. Yeah, between 
Gates McFadden and, and uh, one of the producers. Yeah, Michael Hooks, what Hurley or whoever. He liked name the was. way she looked in her forties uniforms and kept trying to do forties episodes too. with her. Yeah. yeah, but who wouldn't? <laughs> but um, I don't even like redheads, but it's just that episode. Wow, she's um, nice looking. So flat butt, but still. Yeah, yeah, she's got a pancake ass. Yeah. What are you gonna do though? I don't get that. <laughs> the yoga episode, I'm telling you, it's coming. Yeah, where they were her and uh, what's her face are Indiana. doing yoga together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Little camel toe action on that yeah. episode, but all right. <laughs> um, but anyway, though, no. But so she comes back because there was at this time the fans were screaming for her to come back. This ass hat left, so it, she came back. This ass hat. I mean, that's you know. If you mess with my trek, you're an asshat. Yeah, then you can come. Then she can come back and be a bad mother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she misses her son. And no, she doesn't. No, no one misses Wesley. But yeah, so season two overall, Dennis. If you had to, if you had to give a number, a number score. I would say well. Susie Plaxon showed up twice oh, yeah, yeah, playing two different cool. characters, yeah. yep. which she'll be at Philadelphia, by the way. Oh really? Oh yeah. my god, cool. it, that, that would be the most awesome thing for me to meet because she, like I said, I hate Klingons. Kalar though. Yeah, I wasn't aware she was gonna be at Philadelphia. That's cool. Actually... We're, well, we're definitely going to PhillyCon. I just gotta get, we yeah. just gotta find the dates. But we're and we have to get a van to soup it up like a shuttlecraft. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we just gotta rent a white tug van. on the <laughs> But uh, I would say overall, season two, it's a five. Yeah, it's right down the middle. I think I, I would. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, because it's like you said, those peaks and valleys. If you just average it out, yeah, it's gonna be a five because there's really good. Really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll have to go to the website and see what our actual average is for this season. But I think but a five is pretty safe. Yeah. Jenny, what was your favorite episode of season two? Uh, you know, I'm having a hard time deciding. It's between um, Q Who and Measure of a Man. They're both quality episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to agree. Those are both uh, pretty good. A Matter of Honor is up there, too. Yeah, a Matter of Honor is up there for me as well. Ben, what's your least favorite episode of season two? Least favorite? Um... Shades of Grey. I, I know it's not the absolute worst. I know, Dennis, I'm not saying it's not the worst Star Trek of all time. But just because it was a clip show and it was just like, I, I wanted, it, it. there was a lot of emotional connection with that episode where it was just a big disappointment. Yeah. That when I remember when I watched it, it was like, they're doing a clip show for That's Star it. Trek? I can see that. I can What's still the hell? see you being bitter about that you know, 25 <laughs> years later. Like, that's it? Really? You that's know how I mean? you end the season? That's yeah. the way the season ends, especially after... Season one ending the way it did. It's like fool me once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know you got to you got to give Star Trek credit because the rest of the season finales are all pretty epic. Yeah. Because what the season three well they finale, they oh, had yeah. the the idea of let's make them cliffhangers. Yeah. That had never I I still remember end of third season I'm literally on the edge of my couch watching the television. And then it said to be continued, and I fell. I was just like, "What?" There's no, there's no to be continued. That was yeah, but it blew me away because there's a Borg episode. Because what was the only? Yeah, there was only what one other two-parter. No, no, no. Yeah, in the TNG original series. Oh, okay. Oh, before before that episode. Okay, yeah. Going all the way back to the original series, there you know at the end of third season that was the first two parter since the menagerie. Yeah, you know, and before that it's just yeah. you know that's the Captain Pike one, right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and all they did was Nobody just recut them, the, the uh, original. See, that could have been a clip show, I guess, because all they did was take the unused pilot, yeah, and then cut it in. Which I, I just watched that too. And yeah. it was, I mean, I, the pilot I wasn't that bad. 
but um, that was the only time there'd been a two-parter. Yeah. So now all of a sudden this, and, and plus it, that was like I had to wait a week to see it. Now you're this, waiting. This I'm waiting the entire six summer. Six months, yeah. It's and like, then what, what the hell? Out of that, you got you know Picard going up shooting up Federation ships, and then Damn. he takes time off and goes to France. It's really, it seems like it's like four or five episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's just like okay, and that's the whole arc. Thing yeah. that they kind of bring in that really awesome. makes and it a better yeah. series. That's really where well. this is next season is where it's going to really start. You know, yeah, go. You know, coming back and things that are leading up to more, and it just because I think to some extent when you look at uh, the original series, a lot of the secondary characters are really like cartoons. You know, yeah. they're always just the same. Every episode, like Sulu's always doing the same thing. Chekhov's always doing the yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like they might as well be on a loop. Yeah. That the original series is about three people, and then right. every now and then you get Scotty will show up and do something. But I mean, yeah, but even time, he's the same. Yeah, but same. even he's the same thing. Yeah. It's it's the same three people over yeah. and over and over again. But TNG, TNG they really like. There's character development, and sometimes yeah. people are on the upslide, and sometimes they're on the downswing. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 like you know you'll get a guy and you'll say like, oh he's hot, and yeah. I feel that that's what happened with Wesley. It's like Wesley's hot. People care about Wesley. Yeah. And then maybe there was like a letter writing campaign or they got a lot <laughs> yeah. of complaint mail and like, okay, season two, Les- Wesley ain't so hot. Yeah. We're not going to do a lot. Worf is hot. Yeah, Worf's hot. Let's ride that out. And like that's and yeah. that's essentially it seems like what they do. It's like the NHL where they got a hot goalie and they're just going to go with it. Yeah, exactly. Well, first that's season, why you see so many Worf episodes because people just love it. Worf and Data. Yeah. First season, Worf was just a background. That was the thing. He was there to look different than everybody yeah, else. Yeah, he was like, ooh, we've come a long way. We have Klingons on the ship now. And just from the few you know scenes he had first season, and then you know it was like, oh, we want more Worf. He he he's uh, trending you know pretty hot right now. Like you're and saying. it may also be that people really had a negative reaction to Wesley. That they're like, all right, we got to develop other characters on this show. Yeah. <laughs> and then I yeah. think you know uh, Yar dying really helped Worf out a lot. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, because she was kind of in his way. Well, and that's the other thing that that's if she was still like if if uh, Denise Crosby had never left the show, right? What, what would happen to Worf? Because he, he wouldn't be a tactical. No. He'd just be filling in at the uh, the helm every now and then. Yeah. Well, see, and after Jordy moved off the bridge to engineering, right? would Worf be more of... He'd be flying the ship? Would he be flying the ship? Would he be like be Sulu weird. on the original series? Thank God she died. Cause yeah, I mean, he, yeah, really. Cause she was kind of one-dimensional almost to some extent, which is... She, and didn't she ask to leave? She did, She wasn't fired. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah she McFadden was fired yeah, from first Yeah, she just season. left. Yeah. She just didn't want to... I mean, yeah. the rigors of weekly television has got to be a pain in the ass. Well, I understand that, but I'm just saying, so there, you know, if you go by the whole many worlds theory that every, you know, option you have has, every outcome is taken, there's a like parallel. Baseball. There, there's a <laughs> parallel universe now where Denise Crosby didn't leave and the right. series sucked and it got canceled after, you know, fourth <laughs> season or something. The funny part about Denise Crosby is I love the, the, um, the Romulan Denise Crosby that shows up every now uh, and then. Yeah. Because yeah. she's just sad so that she's long. not on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like her, her sister. Yeah. Well, no, that, her that, rape sister. That's a, that's a great <laughs> episode, though. No, uh, they are. They're cool Yesterday's episodes. Enterprise. Yeah. When you know we get that alternate timeline where Tasha didn't die. Yeah. That's one of my favorite. That, that's episodes. one of the best episodes, I yeah. think, of that season. But that's so. second season. But right. Second season, it's all right. It's average. Yeah. yeah. Now, you, you mentioned, though, the how did... First season average out. Um, I think we were we were really kind of the first. We season. were like our I think our calibration was far off on the first season because we rated a lot of episodes high. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. even even too short a season, which I will stand by and say is the worst Star Trek I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. 
I rated that higher than I've rated episodes in the uh, than Shades of Grey. I think like, yeah. I think I gave it a four, and there's no way I would give if it a four we now. Went back and right. watched season one, and yeah. reviewed it. I think we'd be a lot. We were so too. giddy to be watching yeah. Star Trek again, and talking but, about it, yeah. and knowing well, no, that I, people I, were listening to us. Yeah. About it. Well, no, but yeah. I think that 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 would go along though with how people reacted to the series when it first came on. They were just happy. Yeah, it, we have Star Trek again. Holy crap, we yeah. have Star Trek again. You know, it's you don't have to wait every two years for a movie to come out now. And then yeah. the movie might suck or be about whales or yeah, yeah. Finding God is really. But even crazy. like a Code of Honor when they go to the Black Planet, it's really not a good episode. But we really liked it. Oh, well, we reviewed it. I yeah. liked that episode because it was funny as shit. Yeah, it is it, funny. Yeah, yeah, but it's really not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the guy wants to take a white. Like one. I think there are more there are more bad episodes in the first season than the second season. But I think you give first season a break because they're trying to find its legs. Yeah. By season mm-hmm. two, they should kind of have this figured out. And it seemed like it was almost like season one and a half. Yeah. Well, but like, there was a writer strike. So I mean, it's like when you hire a guy to work for you, though. And you know, in the first few weeks of the company, you're well, gonna you give mess him, up. Yeah, 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 because he's new. He's and then though, right. you know, we're using these season, new cover sheets for the TPS reports. <laughs> I mean, the second season though is like he's, he's still screwing up, but now you got to be harder on him, and he's trying to, you know, oh, there's a writer's strike, and I couldn't get to work on time, and you're like, no, dude, seriously, you've been here for a year. Yeah, yeah. let's get this shit going. You know, but you know, writers are pretty important to a television show. No, I, so. I get that, but I mean, at the same time though, it's just we, you know. You, there could always be. An Let's excuse. look at heroes again. No, God. if there's a writer strike, that can have devastating effects. Right. I'm saying the first season is like, okay, we give them a chance because you know it's the first season they're getting their footing. Then second season, you're like, oh well, we had to give them a chance because there's a writer strike. Yeah. And then third season, you know, it's like, hey, look, seriously, either bring it or we're yeah. leaving. If they had a, if they had uh, fallen on their face in the third season, there's no way it would have lasted. Right. You know. I and then what would have happened? We'd never had DS9. We never would have had Voyager, Enterprise. Enterprise. Abrams movie would have never happened. Abrams movie. No. If if mm. TNG had failed after third season, if there had only been three seasons of TNG, I don't think there would have been a an Abrams. You probably movie. wouldn't have had Undiscovered Country, as a matter of fact. Which is a yeah, great, you would. Which is a great it, film. Yeah, I don't know. Star Trek Five, The Undiscovered Country, or Star Trek no, Six, Star Trek Undiscovered Six. Country. Because I was reading online the other, because it was on the front page of Wikipedia. Because mm. I always go to Wikipedia on my phone, and yeah. the, the main article was about Star Trek Five, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And they were talking about how Star Trek Five. Almost killed the franchise, and Star right. Trek has had. Yeah, but more next generation is what <laughs> like like if Next like Generation sucked and Star Trek Five came out and it, it sucked, killed the whole franchise. There's no way they would have made the Undiscovered Country. And you think about it, they no. had to make Undiscovered Country. Well, they didn't have to make it because of this, but Worf being on the Enterprise, you there's a question that. out there: How did the Federation right. and Klingon Empire become friends? And so that's kind of where that episode is is there for to show what's the genesis of this. Moved, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. everything after Star Trek Two was the Genesis saga. Yeah, I mean that was you know Star Trek Two. We get Genesis, Khan blows up, makes a planet, kills Spock. Star Trek Three, yeah. Spock comes back. Two, three, and four are basically like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's all the yeah. it's, it's all the journey to get the, back yeah, after. It's you always know, been Khan referred to as, as the Genesis saga, and and that's pretty much what it is. And then five, now they're trying. It's like well, you don't have that overarching yeah. story. So what's it about? Just uh, kind of sucks. It's just kind of silly. Yeah, and then. Six ties into. We're on the Peach action. Planet, man. It's the Peach Planet. Everybody has ambassadors here, and yeah. it's the Wild West. Six is epic. Yeah, the Romulan chick though in five was kind of cute. Yeah, you know. That's, that's, that's still every time I think of five, I just think of that stupid scene with uh, I can't remember. Is it is Bones climbing the mountain? 
Or is it Shatner? No, Shatner's climbing the yeah, mountain, yeah. and Bones is and looking Bones, up through the yeah. binoculars. And all of a sudden, is it Spock just pops up next to him? <laughs> so on the rocket boots. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So dumb. That's the only thing I think. And then they're all sitting around the campfire singing songs. Yeah, well, actually, I have a plan with... On my 50th birthday, my uh, two best friends from high school, who were also big Trek nerds, go sing we're, we're going to go to Yosemite and uh, camp if it's out. It's still there. It will be. Does, Never know. Is Ahura's <laughs> fan dance? Is that in five also? Five. Yeah. yeah. So you got to get somebody to do a fan dance for you. Get an old black woman to do a fan <laughs> dance for you. <laughs> that can't be too hard. Yeah. I mean, this is California we're talking about, right? It's true. It's true. Well, then that's it, everybody. The yeah. next episode you hear will be uh, season three. The first yes. episode of season three. What is the first episode of season three? Anybody I have know? No clue. Nah, I, don't know. I don't know either. It's that the reunion with uh, Crusher. Yep. The Crusher family reunion. <laughs> My mommy's back. <laughs> oh, she loves me. Get away from me, kid. No. Oh, got to go to a sick bay. Sorry. <laughs> don't you have some schoolwork to work on? Look at the time. So, yeah, so we'll come back with season three and, uh, you know, tell a friend and listen. Check us out on Facebook. The voyage continues. Yes, and check us out online at dorktrek.com, and we will talk to you guys then. So, have a happy new year, Ben. Happy birthday. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys on Saturday. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.